Welcome to the Fearless Year podcast. Where we're dedicated to helping ourselves. And you along with us. Break our codependent relationship with fear. I am Dr. Rebecca Heiss. And I'm Nathan Robinson. Together, we talk to experts about traits and skills and areas we hope to grow in as leaders of businesses, families, and communities. Skills and traits like creativity. The ability to confront. Empathy. And time management. Your Fearless Year is all about fearing less. And doing more. Let's dive in. Let's do it. Hey, folks. Welcome back to the Fearless Year. I'm Nathan, and I don't have Rebecca with me today. It's a little solo cast here. Just to give you some updates. First of all, let's state the obvious. We haven't released an episode of The Fearless Year in a couple of months. We're totally fine. Nobody's sick. Nobody died. We've just been a little busy or actually a lot busy. We'll get back to a few more details on that later. Hopefully some of the projects that we have behind the scenes you will be interested in and we're excited to share more about them with you. So if you made it here, you know that our podcast is about fear, more specifically overcoming our fears. And one of the things I wanted to talk about briefly was this episode itself. In other words, we dropped the ball. We failed to publish an episode of The Fearless Year for a few months now. I specifically, as between Rebecca and I, I'm the one who's doing the recording and the editing and the publishing. So even more than us as a, our creative team missing several months of, of episodes, I'm the one who actually hasn't edited, published, uploaded, etc. And one of the things I wanted to talk about that is this idea of imposter syndrome and hiding. So what I mean by that is imposter syndrome, uh, Rebecca uh, talks about this a lot in her work, and it's something that I've been processing recently, this idea that uh, you know, I don't deserve to show up here. The feeling that I am or you are, whoever's experiencing imposter thoughts, that we are um, just faking it until we make it. And any day, any moment now, someone's going to find us out and they're going to call us out and be super mad at us uh, when they find out we're just a, a normal person with a bunch of issues and we are not who people thought we were. So my title is creative director. Depending on the project that I'm working on, it might be creative director or creative specialist or creative consultant. Um, but at the end of the day, I've styled myself as a creative person who does and, and creates and produces work like this, audio and video work especially, but also some graphic design and consulting work. And so as someone like that who's sort of committed this stage of my career to that identity, when I fail, when I mess up, when I miss several months of episodes, what comes up for me, the fear that comes up for me is this imposter syndrome, these imposter thoughts that say, you say you're a professional creative, but but here's a project where you were the one responsible for getting it done and it didn't get done. So what now? And for me, for my personality, that fear that imposter thought makes me want to hide. Um, it feels like a threat to me, but the threat itself is inside my own head, and so I try to hide. And what that looks like for me is getting distracted or distracting myself with other low-hanging fruit. Um, here's what I mean. Other things that are good to do or that need to be done, but aren't actually the main thing that I'm responsible for or that I should be working on. And so uh, whether that's you know email or um, making another to-do list on top of the three or four that you've already made, you know, working on other low-level tasks that are good or, or at least not bad, but they're not actually moving the needle on what you need to be doing because you are hiding from it. 
Now, I know this resonates because, again, in my work with Rebecca, we have looked at the research and imposter syndrome and, and these responses are, are actually very common. Um, they show up in the professional workplace. They show up in regular <laughs> sort of regular people, but also in high achievers, right? People at the C-suite level, at the CEO and the CFO and founder level of people who actually have proven successes, they they deal with these imposter thoughts. And I guess to, to wrap it up, here's what I want to say. What I'm learning about myself as I look at my own fear and I look at attempting to live a more, a more fearless life in the midst of this project, the fearless year, I've noticed that when a threat comes up, in this case, imposter thoughts, imposter syndrome, my tendency is to hide, right? In fight, flight, or freeze, stress responses, my tendency is to flee, to hide, to try to shelter myself and not to stick my head above the grass until I've proven myself, proven that I'm worthy, proven that I'm not an imposter after all. And the longer it goes, the more difficult it is to justify that backlog. The longer we don't produce a podcast episode, the more difficult it is for me to show back up and say, oh, hey, we're still doing this because it feels like a threat. What's the solution? The one that I am processing and trying to implement is one that Rebecca talks about a lot. It's this idea of ants versus pets. An ant is an automatic negative thought. This idea of, oh, I'm, I failed again. I missed another week. I am not really who I, who I say I am in my professional title. I'm an imposter. These are these automatic negative thoughts that we have running on repeat in our mind. We may not even be uh, we may not even be aware that they are running in the background. And the way to combat an ant is to replace it with a pet. So a pet, P-E-T, that's a practiced enlightened thought. So a thought that you choose to tell yourself deliberately instead of the automatic negative thought. So for me, I'm an imposter, whatever it is, I can replace those with. Let me, let me actually think of one. So I could replace that with every time I fail in a project is an opportunity for me to learn, right? So it acknowledges that there was a, a failure, something happened, I dropped the ball somewhere. So my subconscious is like, yeah, you failed, right? Every time I fail is an opportunity to learn and to get better, right? And that's something I can believe in. I can, I can believe that. I can record this episode without Rebecca here. I don't have to, I don't have to wait on her schedule to have her as, as co-host. I can simply say, hey guys, I dropped the ball. We've missed a few episodes and here I am now. When I fail, every time I fail, any time I fail, is an opportunity to learn and to do better. All right, so that was just a little processing about where I am and what I'm doing with my own fear of failure, imposter syndrome, etc. Take your ant, your automatic negative thought, replace it with a pet, your practiced enlightened thought. So let's get back to what we've been up to. Why have we been busy? Why, why did we sort of drop off the map? We've been working on a bunch of other projects behind the scene that have taken priority. So one, I'm really excited to share with you. If you aren't aware of Rebecca's work, she's a, a keynote speaker and author, and most recently has launched her first online course. So we've been working hard on the content for that course, helping serve the first few cohorts that are going through the course, and then also looking at what are the opportunities to grow and expand the business using this course. So the course itself is called The Fearless Accelerator. She's about two thirds of the way through the second cohort of women in this online course. It's a six-week course. And yes, I did say women, right? That's specific. Uh, the course itself is designed for professional women, and it's a science and research-backed deep dive into issues 
relevant to professional women. For instance, understanding and combating imposter syndrome, understanding and setting healthy boundaries in personal and professional lives, moving from a stress response and generalized anxiety in the workplace and in relationships into a place of confidence and growth to move firmly and confidently into the next phase of your career. And finally, the course wraps up in a module on manifestation and attracting the life that you deserve. There's a lot more to it, and I'll let you know where to go to find out more information about it in just a minute. So the point is we've been working on that, and the feedback coming from these first two groups of women who've gone through this course is that they value the content, but they also really value the weekly coaching calls or group calls that are included in the Fearless Accelerator course. And as we were processing the feedback, what it led us to realize is that, yes, there's a need for this content, but there's also a real need for this community, this connection of professional women at different stages in their careers, across different businesses and different locations, but this thirst for, this need for professional connection for professional women. And so the next project that we've been working on in addition to the course is just that, a network for professional women, and it is called The Leap. And here's the here's the place where you can actually learn more about this. If you go to wearetheleap.com, you'll be able to get some more information about The Leap, this network for professional women. And you can also get some more information about the Fearless Accelerator course, because here's what we're doing. The Leap is currently enrolling its first 500 members at a special offer. So here's where these two projects come together. Anytime a woman joins The Leap, she will be matched with, paired with a small cohort of women that will go through this six-week transformational onboarding experience together through the Fearless Accelerator, right? So those, those two projects connecting. Every member will also have immediate access to the entire library behind the scenes of additional training content, webinars and modules specific for professional women. And there's a lot more. I, I don't need to keep going on about it. Uh, please go to, if you're a professional woman or you know one, please go to wearetheleap.com and check it out. There's a bit of irony since I'm a man talking to you about a network for professional women, a network that by definition I'm not eligible for, but it's a project that I'm working on as part of our business and a project I'm really proud of that I believe needs to exist and that I know will add value to anyone who joins. So please check it out. All right, so we talked about the Fearless Accelerator. We talked about the leap. Um, let's talk about Rebecca. So one of the reasons why, um, again, I just decided to jump on mic today without trying to coordinate Rebecca's schedule is from now through the end of the year, she's doing a tremendous amount of traveling. Um, she is a public speaker by trade, and she's in the midst of a pretty hectic season of traveling and speaking. However, what we've learned over the last two years is that travel itself is very fragile and a tremendous amount of value and content can be delivered virtually or digitally. What Rebecca's seen in her speaking work is that she is, yes, there are seasons where she's actually traveling um, as safely as possible, but there are also many opportunities for her to deliver keynote addresses or to pre-record, edit, and then share out a keynote address or a workshop virtually or digitally. And so if any of those options resonate, if you're interested at all in Rebecca and her work and her fearless message, and you have an opportunity on behalf of your business or organization or event to bring in a keynote speaker, either live or virtual, uh, you can go to Rebecca's website, rebeccaheiss.com, and check out more information, reach out to her for contact. 
Finally, the other thing that's been keeping us busy is ongoing guests. So even though there has been a lapse in published episodes, that does not mean that behind the scenes we haven't been recording additional conversations and guests for the Fearless Year. So more of that is coming very, very soon. All right, let's bring this one home. Uh, What's next? Here's what to expect for the Fearless Year. First of all, we're coming back, right? We're rolling back to the Fearless Year. This mini episode will drop, but I'm also going to be releasing the next episode in our series, and that is an interview with Dory Clark. I'll save the full introduction to her if you're not familiar with her work or her books for the podcast itself, but just know this. She's the author of such books as Entrepreneurial You, Reinventing You, Stand Out, Standout Networking, and just last week she released her newest book, and that is titled The Long Game, How to Be a Long-Term Thinker in a Short-Term World. That was released on September 21st. So we're very excited to share our conversation with Dory Clark with you, and that'll be coming out very soon. Stay tuned to your podcast feed so you don't miss it. All right, what else is coming? The pod course. You've been hearing about that in our closing bumper on every episode since we launched the Fearless Year. I won't go into the details on on that either because you've been hearing about it at the end of every episode. But the pod course is something we still are passionate about. We still want to launch. We're just pushing that launch back a little bit as we work on these other projects that I that I walk through. So stay tuned for that as well. Keep listening. Realistically, more details about the pod course are likely to be coming in early to mid 2022. All right, folks, you've been listening to just me for long enough, so I'm going to cut this off. Here are your calls to action. Here's what I'd like you to do. Number one, rate and review, please. Find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us a review. I know all of your podcasts say that, um, but it's absolutely true that the ratings and review system help the magical algorithms expose our podcast to more listeners and we can't wait to share the fearless message with more of you so please go to that and speaking of sharing please share the fearless year with somebody that you know would benefit from it probably not this particular episode because this is just a little bit of housekeeping and they wouldn't know what's going on but find an episode that you really really found valuable uh, possibly the dory clark episode that you'll be seeing in the next couple of hours or days uh, or one that is from our back catalog and share that with someone that you think would appreciate it and we would appreciate you. And until next time, live more, fear less. 